Hi there, everybody. It's Roscoe here from the Finger Guns Podcast. Welcome to our Xbox Series X Showcase Reaction Special. I'm here with Mr. Greg Hicks. Good evening. How you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad. Just finished a string of night shifts, so I am tired. <laughs> really in the mood to talk about this Xbox Showcase. No, no, I, I, love, I love video games, and I love the Xbox. I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do it. And Mr. Sean Davies. Hi. Oh, well, there's a morose Sean Davies. <laughs> I'm not morose. I'm, I'm just ready to dissect what the fuck we just watched. All right. Should we get right into it then? Let's do it. Today, Inside Xbox showcased a bevy of Xbox Series X games that will be gouging upon this Christmas when our shiny new Xbox Series Xs appear through the door. And it was an interesting one. So just overall thoughts to begin with. Uh, Greg, what do you think? Aaron Greenberg should stop trying to be funny. <laughs> I thought of all the all the personalities they could have got in for Madden. The kid who can't read a script would have been better, you know, or anyone would have been better than that. Otherwise, presentation-wise, yeah. I mean, I thought the I thought the Capcom one was cooler with the like presentation slide style thing it did. But I mean, we're here for games, not for the overall thing. So yeah, it's all right. Lots of green. Lots of green. Lots of green. Someone say too much. Uh, Sean Davies, your overall opinion of the Xbox Series X showcase. I never thought I'd say this, but I really missed Major Nelson. Oh, damn. Yeah, I hate that guy, too. (laughs) (laughs) I really missed him in his white gloves. You know, he knows how to social distance um, Mm. and and do cleanliness with his white gloves unboxing the Xbox One X, I guess, back in the day. But I really missed him because everyone on that, that showcase smiled a lot and didn't say a lot. So, yeah, I've presentation it was one of the weirdest things i've ever seen i'll be honest they really big this up and I, I think we need to we need to you know put this in there when sony bigged up a, a gdc tech conference into the first look into the playstation hardware they took a lot of shit and when xbox hyped up the first look at xbox series x gameplay and we got virtually fuck all of it i think we need to give them the same shit so yeah i yeah. Uh, Came away from this thing feeling pretty... Actually, you know what? I am morose. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> I am salty Sean tonight. Um, so, so, yeah. Overall, this, this should be fun. I mean, I've I've got a few takes from some of these games, but I, I know you're going to beat me on these. I actually can't wait. <laughs> right, let's go through them one by one. Starting at the very top. Um, what do we all think of Aaron Greenberg having a fridge as an Xbox Series X in his background? <sighs> What, you mean that terrible, terrible background that he had? Yeah. Oh, it just reminded me of, like, really old Games Master shows. <laughs> oh, not, no, not, not Games Master. What was it called? Um, the, the kid had the helmet on, and he had to be directed. Uh, Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah, reminded me of that. Also, he said, Aaron Greenberg said that Halo Infinite is the world's most anticipated video game. I just want to get that it. in there before we crack on. Now, did I miss that? Was there well, a well, I didn't even know it was coming out. I... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was another Halo on the way. The world's most anticipated game, Halo Infinite. I was like, wait, what? Really? Okay. I mean, there is obviously, you know, company bias in saying that, but sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty sure actually... Cyber, I'm pretty sure Cyberpunk, Last of Us, whatever word, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. They kicked off with Bright Memory Infinite, which looked pretty dope. This is a game that is already available on Steam and is coming to PS5 from a one-man studio, FYQD studio in Japan. Uh, Greg, what did you think of Bright Memory Infinite? I was a little bit put off when, before the trailers, it said they were optimized for Series X. Now, I know that's going to be a big theme with Xbox games. You can buy them on the one and... What's it called? Share, is it Share? Share Play? No, what's it, called? what's it called that you can buy it on the Xbox One and... Smart Delivery. Smart Delivery. So, I mean, that that immediately says to me that a lot of these games aren't going to be running at the best they can. But when it said footage representative of Series X gameplay, that, again, the cynic in me goes, so that's just a CGI trailer then, isn't it? And sure enough, Bright Memory just looked like a CGI trailer with not a lot going on, like all the leaves coming in, all that kind of stuff. And we've seen this before. I said it on the podcast the other day, we've seen it before, with like Watchdogs and stuff like that, and games that have been built up to look amazing in their in their supposed gameplay trailers, and they don't. The concept looked quite cool, though. It just reminded me of um, Red Steel, you know, the old Wii games. Yes. 
switching between the sword play and a little bit of uh, Metal Gear Revengeance as well. And cool. Bulletstorm. So it was like a bit of a mishmash of that, like the gunplay, the, the electric leash, and then the sword play out of nowhere, and then the slow-mo dicing things up. I thought it looked quite good. And then like with the, the cyberpunk aesthetic with a car. But there wasn't really a lot there for me to, to get hyped up for when it's a trailer. I said it about Valhalla on Sunday as well. So that, that's just me. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> Cautiously as ever. Yeah. Sean? I don't want to shit on this game too much because it's from one person. And I think that's um, an incredible achievement to develop a video game on your own anyway. And a video game that looks like it's it's going to be okay. The problem I have with what they showed was that I, I get the feeling they chose this because it was obviously a very... They were trying to demonstrate the power of the Xbox Series X. And I'll be honest with you, they really need to tone down the fucking ray tracing and the lighting because it looked like everything was made of tinfoil. Um, everything was reflecting. It, it's unnecessary. Like, the whole... The whole like the the water, it just it just looked like a tech demo. Like somebody wanted to show off what the tech could do, and not what the game was. And a bit disappointed in that. You know, it just looked like they tried to stick everything on the screen all in one time, and a bit disappointed. But I'm I'm quietly you know confident that the game will probably be good when it's not just trying to cram everything it can do into 30 seconds. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. But as a trailer, just tone it down. You don't need to, you don't need to, you know, show us all of your ray tracing and, mm. you know, off the bat. Yeah, I wasn't sure about the tone of the game. It looked all over the place. I didn't really know what was happening, sort of like one moment to the next. Was it set in a historical place, but it wasn't because he was a robot and then got in a DeLorean and was using sort of modern tech, but seemed to be in a very kind of like historical location? I don't know. It's all that's that's where I got the the red steel thing from. Yeah, um, because the second one was like neo western, wasn't it? I feel kind of bad shitting on it now that it's just one guy. <laughs> yes, it so is I'll... a one man operation. <laughs> uh, right, then we got a first look at Dirt Five, which people got excited about from uh, from Codemasters. Uh, Dirt Five, get you excited, Greg? No. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I said it before with the old Dirt games. I liked them when they were about rallying. And I don't like them when they're doing this bombastic Baja crap, you know. I, it, obviously, they're trying to jump on, on the back of uh, Wreckfest from last year. But what, okay. I mean, not not entirely true, because obviously Dirt has been around longer, and so is Demolition Derby, if you want to, you know, split hairs. I just, I prefer the, I say I prefer the rallying games. I'm really bad at them, because they're more realistic sim now. But it's kind of losing its identity for me. But at the same time, as a separate Yeehaw racer, it actually looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all consoles need that racing game to show off their visuals, don't they, yeah. at the start? And it looks. I like, thought I um... honestly thought it was going to be like another Forza at first, and then I mm. thought like like some sort of Forza spin-off, like because Horizon does really well, like splitting off yeah. from the Horizon and the and the motorsport branch. And then I saw Code Master, and I was like, oh, it's going to be something something dirty, something dirty, <laughs> dirt, dirt yeah. with a hyphen Y, not not oh, mud. I mean, oh, dirt, 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 dirtish. <laughs> oh, and the fifth one, golly, no. yeah. Sean? I mean, I'm in for another dirt. I like the dirt games. I like I kinda like the the wacky version of, you know, you've got Dirt Rally, which is now your serious sim, and then you've got Dirt, which is your, you know, let's go and drift around corners and shit. It's fine. Um I think the the issue I had with this trailer again was the fact that they were trying to show off a gameplay trailer and they just wanted to concentrate on lightning and fireworks and reflections and water and again it was like just show us the fucking game and stop trying to show off the hardware and i get what you know this this is this is what this whole thing was about um we're going to show you xbox series x gameplay but honestly i prefer to see what the game looks like rather than you trying to show me the 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 trappings that go alongside it so there's like a couple of shots where you would you drive they were driving past fireworks going off and it was like they look like really great fireworks but also i don't want to look, see the thing that i'm going to be driving past and not paying attention to i want to see what the cars look like and i i for sure thought that this was like a next gen onrush for a second because ah. it did i mean you know it shared a lot of the same look it got the yeah. same for a second so very very apprehensive and slightly excited um not super excited um because <laughs> <laughs> because Xbox said that enough, but yeah, it, I'll, I'll you know see what it comes out. I, I'm, again, that wasn't a great trailer for me, 
didn't get me excited, but I, I'm excited for another Dirt game. Um, so we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, it didn't look like much to me. It was just uh, the fifth Dirt game. I definitely got Horizon vibes from it. Uh, Forza Horizon vibes, I should say, not, not Zero Dawn. And uh, yeah, I'm assuming Xbox probably have a Forza hidden away in their July conference uh, for launch. So yeah, I think that'll be the racing game to focus on primarily at launch anyway. Uh, right, then we got a look at Ebb Software's game Scorn, which was gory, gory, gore-fest. Um, this game was first announced in November 2014, a long, long time ago. It had a Kickstarter, which failed, but an investor jumped on, and now the game is coming out to Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. What do we think of Scorn, uh, Sean Davies? I really, really love the art style, for obvious reasons. It looks like Alien, you know, what, what, and um, it looks like... Uh, was it Agony that came out last year? Yeah, that's what I oh, got to oh, Agony confused. Jesus. Yeah, so so that game that game came out and it was terrible. Um, but there was you know there was potential in the art style, and I think maybe if Scorn does it right, then we'll, we we could have a a good game on our hands. But also, when indie games have been in development for this long, for for this many years, you normally find that the gameplay is as old as when the game started development. You don't see many of the developments from modern day games make it into these long time in development indie games. So there's a possibility that we could be playing a real relic when this actually, you know, lands. Visually, you can't knock it. It looks mm. sublime. But then we didn't actually see any of the game again. We just saw panning around of environments. We saw a couple of character models. We saw in-engine gameplay representative of what the game and the Xbox might look like. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so again, you know, I'm I'm quietly confident. Yeah, I'm very I'm impressed because as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, this is the first actual game that's an Xbox Series X exclusive. I don't think there's been I don't think there's been another announced before today. Obviously, it's coming to PC, but it's not coming to another console. Um, so I think it, it, I think that's the first one that's been announced ever, and. Um, that's I can um, I can um, confirm it is coming to PS5 also. What? Yes, it's being. Wow. Okay then. It's it's being uh, it's skipping PS5 for now. That's the oh, uh, okay the tagline. So so it's one of these ones where you got a small studio and they will port it to eventually because they are picking one console to get the marketing rights etc. at launch. Fair enough. I mean that's a shame because I thought that might be actually a, a really good selling point for it. Um, because you know people love exclusive, but unfortunately, oh well. <laughs> I, I hope it's not crap. I hope it's good. Uh, okay, Greg, what do you think of scoring? Again, it's going to be the running theme for this podcast. I think yeah, very little on gameplay, but I was kind of peaked with the whole Giga alien sort of slash species kind of aesthetic until that weird thing blossomed out of that other thing's head, and my brain went, ugh. I'm kind of intrigued now, but it was gross. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so like, all right, cool. I can see the modern alien sort of space aesthetic. I mean, generally aliens, not the franchise. But yeah, and then it took a, a very weird turn down Grove Street. And I was like, oh, okay. This is a one-way system now, and I've got to keep following it. But ugh. So yeah, um, right. not, not cautiously optimistic, just cautiously unnerved. I see. Does it, does it seem like something you would get into? Oh yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, I have I have a love for the Alien franchise. I thought that, that myself. A, uh, I thought, yeah, this is this films. is a uh, this is a Greg joint for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll I'll check it out. I mean, when it comes to PS5, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, another game that I thought was a Greg joint was Chorus Rises One. Yeah, uh, which is like a, a sci-fi, soulsy flying sim that looks the, pretty cool. The comparison I drew, I put Control. X Dead Space, X Everspace. <laughs> that was the yeah. comparison I drew from it. The control thing was when she was walking down that red corridor, all the, the weird blocks were there, and I was like, that looks mm. like the oldest house. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then the flight sim, I don't know if you guys have played Everspace, but it's a very, it's not as big as like Elite or Star Citizen, it's a more refined kind of space adventure. And I just thought the flying reminded me of that. And then Dead Space for the weird kind of voices that she hears and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a space combat shooter, which you don't see much of uh, nowadays. I guess Everspace being the most popular one at the moment. And this is due for release in 2021 for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, PC, and Stadia. 
Uh, Sean, what do you think of Chorus? I think it looked very interesting. As a trailer, he didn't tell you very much. Um, there is a female character with stuff all over her face. There's a very interesting art style. Like like Greg said, it looked like um, somebody would crashed a spaceship into the oldest house. And it's intriguing. This is this is one to keep an eye on. I, like, you know, Everspace 2 is coming out next year. And I was a big fan of the first. Um, and this one, the, you know, it's, it's going to go probably head-to-head against that. But this one seems to be narrative-based, which um, I'm, I'm more on board with than just like I know that the you know Everspace Two isn't a roguelike this time around. It's like an RPG space sim, but um, I, I think narrative might suit the genre a little better. And it, the game looked fine, um, but I was also a bit concerned because there is already a game coming out next year called Chorus. It's called Chorus, uh, an adventure musical from Summerfall Studios. So it's gonna yes. get it's gonna get very confusing next year when we're talking about chorus. Are we talking about the space sim or are we talking about the people singing? So yeah, a bit, a bit confused why they they picked that name. I kind of wish they'd gone with something else. Seems that was it, already taken. It also, it also reminds me of Anthem as well, like in, a, <laughs> in a bad kind of jinx. So <laughs> sci-fi and music should never mix, you know. Just yeah. stop. <laughs> the next one will be called Note <laughs> <laughs> Melody Bridge. <laughs> Take it to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Timberland. I appreciate that. Uh, hey. Right? Can we be, before we go on? Can we just talk about gameplay versus gameplay and what Xbox have actually <laughs> meant by saying gameplay in this? Because there's a lot more to talk about, but let's just get it out of the way. Gameplay to this particular event was showing the game with its in-game visuals, right? Yeah. That isn't. It's not a gameplay demo. Of these games, um, gameplay in this the sense seems to be in-engine footage. Yes, yeah. Is that does that qualify as gameplay? Uh, it doesn't it's to me. The, no, it's not the game playing, is it? <laughs> no. I mean, in a in a sort of machinima kind of sense, then yes, someone has posed that and it is playing out, but that is not representative representative of the gameplay. That's just someone dicking around in photo mode, or you know, the the equivalent. The movie maker equivalent to to hype, like Sean said, with the with the um the dirt one, you know, footage of the fireworks. That's not going to happen when you race normally. So why would anyone care? Yeah, it's it's not it, 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 in a player words kind of thing. No, it is footage of the game being played out, but it's not gameplay that we know it. So it's no, I it's think very misleading. I think, people, I think people expected to see more demos in this thing, um, which yeah, is that's, what that's, that's what normally sells it, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it was called the Xbox Series X Gameplay Showcase, mm. and there was hardly any sleep. anywhere. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on with Madden 21. With a, uh, as you heard uh, earlier, Greg was a big fan of this particular segment. <laughs> with uh, presumably an NFL, it wasn't NFL star, wasn't he? He just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And we had a little look at the gameplay in inverted commas of uh, Madden 21. Uh, Sean, you you played Madden 20, I believe. Yeah, religiously. I like the game. Um, right, three or four seconds worth of gameplay from Madden 21 looked identical to that of Madden 20, so I might not bother. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, we didn't get a, an awful lot of, of uh, gameplay from that. Of course, EA have announced they are doing their own EA play this year, so obviously we'll see much more of it there. Uh, Greg, you excited for Madden 21? No. Okay, let's move on. With Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which, Christ, is a long name. It doesn't need to be that long. I was going to say, this is just the dopiest looking trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had a, we were have, we had a little slack conversation whilst the, uh, whilst the event was on, and we were saying, well, oh, this looks quite interesting. What's this? Oh, wait. Oh, oh. Oh, why does it look so bad? Wait. Ah! And then we just, like, we all sort of, like, collectively agreed that it looked like a Xbox 360 demo. What, what did I call it? Oh, I said it looked like um, a weird version of The Sims. Yeah, it was those human characters. They, they just looked, looked really. Mad. Yeah, they just and then and then the guy had all the people strung up. They just mm. looked like all the, all the faces with the hooks in looked like it looked like the game had crashed or the faces had glitched out and they thought let's let's make mm. a snuck, you know, let's let's add hooks in afterwards. Yeah, that'll fool them. I mean, I went through a lot of emotions when I was watching this because I didn't realize what it was until the very end, and I thought. Wait, is this Bioshock? No. Okay. We happy few? 
Uh, maybe. Is it the darkness? And I got very excited yeah. about possible darkness. And as it was going, I was like, oh my god, this is the darkness. Jackie's going to come out at any moment. This is going to be amazing. And uh, yeah, my expectations were very quickly tempered. There's a lot of dancing in it. There was a lot of dancing. Yeah. yeah. Vampire Masquerade 2 Undead Boogaloo. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm all over that, let's be honest. Uh, Sean, what did you think of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2? I didn't join your Slack conversation because I didn't watch it at the time. That's but right. I really love this trailer. And I, I say this because this was the only game that actually looks like it was gameplay. And I know it looked, you know, a bit, you know, ropey compared to the rest of the trailers. But I think this is, obviously, this game's been in development for a while. We, we saw it at the PC Gamer conference last year at E3. It it looks like it's going to be mafia, but with vampires, and I'm all for that. And I think the, I wish I played the first one because I've got no context to it, but I, I really kind of want to play this game because, despite it looks a bit derpy, the the, the gameplay was actually there. It looks like a playable game rather than you know a, a reboot of reboot. So quietly looking forward to this one, of course I am, because it's a video game. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the music was great. The um, the art style was really cool and interesting. Um, the world looks quite fun to explore. So uh, yeah, it's just that yeah, the in game uh, the in game visuals were a little bit. Is this really a Series X game? You know, that's what I had in my mind anyway. Yeah, and that's fair because you know compared to everything else so far, it it wasn't trying to be a tech demo for Xbox Series X. I think this was actually, hey, here's a potentially cool looking game that you might enjoy, which. Thank yeah. God for game trailers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, moving on then to a game called Call of the Sea, which I think is my favorite game from this entire event. This is the first one that is officially an exclusive to Xbox and PC. This is a kind of a, a narrative-driven adventure, first-person puzzle game developed by Out of the Blue and published by Raw Fury with the voice of the one and only Sissy Jones as the lead character, which basically means I'm going to play it regardless. And um, yeah, it looks very different to everything else that was on display, um, which made it kind of stand out in a way. And I think this, this was a good place to put it. And it looks um, it looks really interesting. Uh, Sean, have you got any thoughts on Call of the Sea? Yeah, I think it looks brilliant. And I think this is this is where I would prefer to see the next-gen power put, put into it. Because it's fine having photorealistic you know, visuals or whatever, um, because we've, we're getting close to that nowadays. And, you know, you look at some of the games from this generation, they've been great. But when you when you put it into a just a really colourful, like not cartoony, but like abstract art style, um, and, and really give it some power behind it, you can get incredible stuff that looks like Call of the Sea. Because it looked great. It looked like uh, Sea of Thieves if Sea of yeah. Thieves wasn't crap. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, controversial. Well, okay. If Sea of Thieves wasn't you know, really hard to get into. Um, so yeah, it's it's it just looked really interesting, and uh, I'm just like, was this one of those ones that was uh, you could play on Xbox and get it upgraded to Series X, or was this one a Series X exclusive? Uh, yes, it is, a, it is a smart delivery game. Right, cool. Okay, so I, I can play it. It's just I, I was actually very worried that I would not be able to play this game because you know there's. <laughs> It looks like one of the best of this whole bunch. Uh, yeah, and it's a Game Pass game also. So you're, you're, you're kidding. You're no. kidding. How how are they doing that? Like, well done. Well done, Game Pass. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Good old Game Pass. Uh, yeah, uh, Greg, did you like Call of the Sea? Yeah, I mean, couldn't really glean much from it, but it was a positive. It reminded me of um, like Sea of Thieves and Journey to the Savage Planet, that kind of art style. Yeah, so yeah, sure. didn't didn't really glean much, but it looked pretty good. And if it's on Game Pass, then why not? Why not, indeed? What is the game that was made by the Firewatch guys that's now been cancelled or, you know, indefinitely delayed? Valley of the Gods. The Valley of the Gods, yes. That's what it reminded me of. Yes. And I really hope that this one comes out. <laughs> oh, God. Someone making the Valley of the Gods, for Christ's sake. It looked incredible. Sort it out, gamer designer people. Uh, right, then we moved on to The Ascent, which got uh, Toby in our Slack very excited. It's a isometric strategy game, uh, which looked very much like Ruiner, uh, which uh, Greg and Toby were very keen to point out in our Slack earlier. But yeah, it looks really cool. Greg? Yeah, well, um, it just looked like a more customizable version of Ruiner, really. That sort of cyberpunk isometric aesthetic was, uh, yeah, that looked pretty good. Again, yeah. didn't, give, didn't give much away, but didn't have to. Piqued my interest. 
yeah, it was grounds. It's coming to uh, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Xbox 360. No, not 360. Xbox Series X. <laughs> sorry, uh, PS4, PS5, and PC. Uh, Sean, the Ascent. Are you into it? Yes, I am up on the Ascent. I. Yeah. I'm going. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it looked cool. Really detailed. Um, I like twin stick shooters, and this one looked uh, really cool. So yeah, I'm all on. And, and Curve Digital, they don't really put out bad games. So yeah, I'm I'm in. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I haven't played a game like this, I think, since Ruiner. And Ruiner, well, it ruined me. It was tough as balls, and I never completed <laughs> it. Really is, isn't it? Yeah, it's really really hard work. Um, kill boss, all that bullshit. Uh, but yeah, it looks really nice. The, I like the. Uh, I've always liked this from like this generation as well. Is taking a art style that isn't like full 3D in your face and making it look amazing, like they do with the old platformer games, and you know, taking stripping back the the size of the game but making the visuals amazing. Now that's I think that's what the ascent seems to be going for. Uh, so yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, next up was the medium, which is another Xbox exclusive. Uh, with PC, of course. This very horror-based psychological game from Bluebird Team, who made um, Observer and Blair Witch. Observer being a firm favourite of Mr. Sean Davies here at Bingy Guns. Uh, what did you think of the medium, Mr. Davies? Really did not like the first trailer. It just looked like it just didn't spark any excitement with me. Then I saw the gameplay, what, what we saw of it. Um, I'm guessing it was in an engine footage or whatever. And suddenly I started to feel a bit more um, excited about it because... Bluebird Team, they did their layers of fear and Observer. They they know how to make a good horror game, but this this one looks a bit different. Uh, and it kind of give off when you actually saw the gameplay. It looked like you could be able to basically you know like the whole Sound Hill where the world stripped away in between loading sections. But this one was like on the fly. So and that then towards the end of the stream, they were talking about what the game was actually about, and you play as a medium who might be able to glean more details. For, about people by going into this ghostly world and suddenly i was i was on board like you know blue yeah. team they've made some awful awful games in the past but not for a long time so <laughs> you know i don't know if you ever played basement crawl jesus. i've heard of it i never played it yeah I, it was one of the first games on the ps4 and jesus christ it was bad but you know this they, they certainly got their act together in recent times so uh, we'll we'll see how this one turns out. Again, I just wish they'd show more gameplay because hmm. you know, that first trailer just looked like a CGI movie. It looked like the next Final Fantasy animated flick. It yeah. just just didn't do it for me. Sorry. There, there's a great line in the uh, the press release that says the medium is a tension fueled psychological horror game built around a central motif: how your perspective changes your perception. Oh, Ooh, now you know what I mean. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of um, artsy reviews about this game, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, people are, people are going to get deep with it. Yeah, probably going to look and love that game. Greg, did you uh, did you get excited for the medium? Or where are your expectations currently tempered? About the middle. Um, hey! I started watching it, and I got immediate Silent Hill vibes. And I was like, why does it sound so familiar? And then within when they did the other bit, and he's like, oh yeah, we got um, Akira Yamaoka. And I was like, ah, the guy that did the Silent Hill music. That'd be why. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's hitting sort of those, I don't say those PT vibes, but in the wake of PT being cancelled and subsequently Silent Hills being cancelled, it's nice that we might get something that might fill that void. Because um, Bloober did layers of, yeah. layers of Fear as well, didn't they? Yes. Which, which, which was okay, if a little bit predictable, but if we've got bigger scope to actually go on and do something with it, if if layers of fear and observer are templates, then yeah, I'm I'm up for that. Nice, yeah. That is a Xbox Series X exclusive, so that isn't coming to Xbox One. Oh. And I believe that is the only one that was on this list that actually is doing that, which is crazy. But there we go. Next up was Bandai Namco and Scarlet Nexus, which is currently I have it in big green letters. Currently an Xbox exclusive. Um, no idea on what's going to come after that, but the press release says you know, as of right now. It's only on Xbox. So, yeah, Scarlet Nexus just didn't look like my kind of thing, to be honest. But, uh, Greg, did it get you excited? No, it didn't, it, it didn't look like my kind of thing either. I mean, I've got Code Vein, which I thought was going to be quite cool, and I'm kind of getting bored of that. I haven't touched it in weeks. It just rem- I thought I honestly thought it was going to be Code Vein too, because I forgot who who made Code Vein. But, 
Yeah, no, I mean, I don't do a lot of... I mean, I like anime, but I don't do anime games to an extent, like those 3D Persona-type ones. Yeah, no, it just it looked too wacky for me. And the enemy design, I was like, oh, cool. That's a weird enemy design. Oh, they're doing the whole thing for this weird and wacky enemy design. And your main... It, it was the protagonist. He's like, my power is psychokinesis. I'm like, cool, you're about 20 years too late, mate. We've had psyops and second sight. You know, it's not a big deal anymore. <laughs> If only you could hear you. <laughs> yeah, get get some new skills, lad. Um, yeah, so what? Fuck you, man. Yeah. Oh, you can lift a car up, or you can move a train with your brain. Um, <laughs> says me lying down, trying to will my pint glass towards my hand and not working. Maybe I'm just jealous. No, I mean, I don't know. If, if it's a Game Pass title, I'd play it, but otherwise I ain't going to go out of the way for it. Fair enough. Uh, Sean, Scarlet Nexus, that your kind of thing? It kind of is. I like anime. I like, I like Persona, and I really want to play Code Vein. This um, really looked a lot like Astral Chain, and yeah. and I was kind of initially thinking, "Oh, there's another Astral Chain coming," because the the monster designs they looked really interesting, like those like bunches of flowers, which just had like like legs. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like legs and corsets. Yeah. Yeah, they just looked like that. That looked like impressive enemy design, and that was like the first thing you saw, and it, it looked okay. Um, and then, yeah, he kind of went off the rails when he he did say, you know, my power is telekinesis, and it, I, I guess you know, give it some exposition for the trailer, or whatever. I hope they just like just cut that out of the game entirely. I, I don't know, man. I, I like the Astral Chain was apparently a good game. I will eventually played, but you know. If if Xbox gamers want their own Astral Chain, it looks like they're getting it. So why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's got. Why a really, not? Indeed, it's, I'm sure it's got an audience somewhere. You know, this, oh yeah, for sure. I, I aren't going to be running out to buy this, um, but then you know, I I probably will end up playing it because I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's Scarlet Nexus coming from Bandai Namco, who published a lot of great games. Right, next up was Second Extinction, which was a team co-op shooter where you're taking down a bunch of freaking dinosaurs. Fight through a maelstrom of bullets, bombs, teeth, claws, and gore. It's up to you to reclaim Earth. This is a Xbox and PC exclusive. Uh, Greg, Second Extinction, is this going to get you a brand new Xbox and we're all going to jump on together and shoot some dinosaurs? No. I was really excited by the look of it until it went squad-based shooter and I was like, oh no. So sick of the over-reliance of squad-based shooters now. I want a decent Turok game that isn't obviously Turok because they petered out badly. And it's oh, I don't know. Just no, I don't. I don't care. I mean, no, no, that that's that's cynical. Sorry. I mean, it looked it looked really good and it has promise if it can reach the potential market. But for me, just just squad based shooter as a reliance that doesn't really support the single player. Just no, I'm not a fan of. All right, uh, Sean, want to kill some dinosaurs for me? Uh, yeah. Well, th- these games. They live and die on you having a good group of mates to play with, and you guys are not a good group of mates to play with because we keep saying Aww. we're going to play together. No, we, you know, when we play together, you know, it's it's actually it's very fun, but unfortunately, that's like once every six months. So it's it's a game that if we can get together and play, um, I imagine it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, the the time that we had with uh, Generation Zero, despite yeah. <laughs> well, we we laughed a lot, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't you know it wasn't all terrible um and we had like earth four was it earth oh, with yeah. aliens oh, yeah yeah you know we, we, we had world war z and that was fun yeah yeah, yeah. So, so that's what i mean like th- these games they live and die on who you play with play them with and this one you know it looks shiny dinosaurs i've been calling for more dinosaur games you know not literally calling because no one would listen, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's an enemy tab that's not used enough. And uh, fingers yeah. crossed, this one will be cool. Fingers crossed. Nice. It is uh, coming to Xbox One, so as an exclusive, presumably it will be on Game Pass. So you and Greg can jump on together if you like. Yay! Yeah, and we'll get you a Xbox Series S disc disc. Digital only, you know, for twenty pound, mm. how much they cost now these days. I did notice the other day, actually. This is off on a tangent, but on XCloud, I've got Bleeding Edge. Yes. So if you ever want to play Bleeding Edge, let me know. We'll Ooh. look it up. Yeah, let's do that. Mm. I'm sure we will. 
<laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, right. And then we had Yakuza, like a dragon, which looks an awful lot like freaking Yakuza. Uh, Sean, Yakuza? I know you're into Yakuza. Yeah, love Yakuza. Um, I didn't see a single difference between this and the PS4 version. And I've watched yeah, people right. play the entire PS4 version because um, it's it's out in Japan now. It's out on PS4. You know, it's not ready to over to our shores yet. But I've I've watched somebody play uh, in in fits and spurts the entire game. And it didn't look any different. So and but thank God for gameplay. You know, we saw the satellite explosion. It was fun, and uh, yeah, cool. I'd, I'm just glad that people with Xboxes get to play Yakuza because that series is the fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Greg, Yakuza, you into it? I've never played one. Well, now's just, your chance. I, yeah, I, I have met. I have many chances. I've got all the free ones on Plus as well. Um, I just I haven't got the time to really invest in the time sink that they are. I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII yet, so what am I going to do? Start a Yakuza game in the meantime? It looked good though. Oh, my voice finally broke. Oh, it looked good. It looked pretty <laughs> over the top for a Yakuza game, and that's saying something. You know, this is the game that you can throw bicycles at people. So when when um when we were doing the chat and Toby went Yakuza, I went, I don't know, it might be a spin-off like Judgment. Oh, he's pulling a a magical bat out of the floor. And then I saw what's his face with the eye patch. Go go do what's his name? Kojima. Sean, give me a hand. <laughs> no, no the, the wacky character with the with Kojima. the eye patch Kojima, yeah. it is Kojima yeah when I saw him I was like oh it's a fucking Yakuza game isn't it yeah that's that's as much as my hot take for it my brain just went white noise after I saw it was Yakuza that's good. I, I appreciate there's a fan base for them so mm-hmm. yeah go nuts sweet and then we finished off I mean literally this was it with <laughs> gameplay for <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla now we were told that we were going to get gameplay we got visions of the game within it i guess that is the visual style which they're going for i'm not going to crap on that because it looks absolutely gorgeous looks stunning but was it gameplay did we get what we were told greg hicks what do you think i think you could have made those trailers with the backgrounds and character skins of any of those assassin's creed games i just think it looked like a generic assassin's creed game template oh look he's slow motion vaulting up someone and kneeing in the face cool seen that before yeah, I mean, I said on Sunday, I wasn't overly hyped until I see it in action. And I've seen so-called gameplay footage, and I'm still not hyped because I still haven't actually seen any gameplay of it yet. I haven't seen <laughs> you exploring the world with your raven. I haven't seen what this new take on assassination is in in a, in a, in a society of warriors that weren't famous for being subtle. So uh, the, the verdict's still out for me. I want it to blow my tits mm. off, but it just, it just does nothing for me at the moment. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Sean? Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Here's the opinions. This looks I... fucking awful. Oh! <laughs> not not four days ago on the podcast, you were super pumped for Valhalla. I know, right? And let, let me just... So so after after this trailer went on, you you had a quick interview with one of the Xbox guys and the creative director. And the Xbox guy was like, and we've just seen the first gameplay of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And he was like, yep, yep, that's, in, that's, that's in-game footage. And I'm thinking that wasn't in-game footage. And if that was in-game footage, then it needs to be really fucking looked at. So I, if, if you go back and look at this trailer, look at the flame effects. There's one particular part where the guy is, is hacking a guy on the ground and there is a house on fire behind him. And the fire looks like it was fucking painted on by a paint. Microsoft paint, it looks really bad. Like not even Odyssey good. It looks really bad. And if you go back and you freeze frame on, it looks like the fire is the problem. Like, this is what I couldn't get past. So there's a part where you've got, like, loads of soldiers stood in between two uh, towers, and they're all carrying torches, and all the torches are exactly the same. They are all flickering in the exact same directions. And I'm sorry, but, like, this, this was not a good advert for the game. This was not a good advert. You know, showing us some, some scenery from quite a long way away with sun gleaming on it and like the sun on a hidden blade that's not hidden with you know that's obviously come from a cutscene because that's not gameplay and a couple of other bits and pieces where you think okay this might be a cutscene but then that's not great gameplay they've not shown me any of that game and this is that was a primary fucking reason that i turned up to watch this thing they said assassin's creed gameplay and what we got was 
a couple of cutscenes and hopefully things are going to improve between now and when it releases because Jesus Christ, I was so hyped for this game. Maybe it didn't look that good after all. No, but like, like the, the thing is that the first trailers now, these these CGI trailers, they're supposed to set the tone. And for it, it set the tone for me as, cool, this is going to be very cool. And then all I've heard since is, I've heard there's going to be a unique, unique narrative. So the creative director is now telling us that it's going to tell a story in a way that no, ever, no story's ever been told before. And I for sure do not believe that at all, because it's an Assassin's Creed game. You know, it's not as if it's going to be, you know, telling it an interpretive dance. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not though, is it? You know, it's going to tell us a no, story no, about no. guys dying and, and, you know, and it might, whatever. But I'd, since then, all I've heard is a lot of talk and no, nothing of the promises. It feels like it was way too early to re- unveil the game because I just hope that it improves before, because I love this series. And I, Unity, Unity got scolded. I love that game. Syndicate got panned. I love that game. And then this one, I want to see the game in action. And that's what I turned up for. And what I got was not what I, I tuned in for. Mm. And I just think that this whole thing, this whole, you know, this whole presentation was geared around ge- gameplay. And this was the one thing that I wanted to see. I was disappointed up to this point, apart from a couple of outliers. And then this happened. Opinions, man. I just, like, I so wanted this to be good. And it might be. Yeah. Come October, it might be. But, you know, that was not a good advert for the game for me. I just wish they hadn't turned up. <laughs> I, I, I wish the CGI trailer was all I knew about until like they, they were ready to show it properly because that wasn't mm. good. Okay, <sighs> sorry. No, don't be sorry. Super disappointed. Damn, that sucks, man. I'm sorry about that for you. Um, I'm, I appreciate it. I feel like uh, I've, I've, I've like oh well. Oh well. I save, save oh, myself well. fifty quid anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now come on, come now. I know you I'm be... it anyway. Yeah, you are because <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot, too. <laughs> uh, what about you? What did you think? I thought it looked pretty, but I've been proved wrong on that count. No, man, if, if you thought it looked pretty, you looked like I think it's just like that wasn't well, what it I turned up. To see, I wanted to see a mission being played out. That's what I wanted to see. Or half a mission being played out, you know. I wanted to see, like they did when they revealed Odyssey, you know, there was this long CGI cutscene that it led straight into a gameplay section. And that's what I thought we were getting. And I think that's what a lot of people thought they were getting today. And yeah, it wasn't that. It was just, you couldn't, you could ask anyone and they would tell you, oh, that looks like a CGI trailer. There's nothing really that gave it off that it is gameplay. You know, you can, you can argue the fact that the game on Series X and PS5 just does look that good. And so you can argue, yeah, that is gameplay. Sorry, that's how good the game looks. But I wanted to see movement. I wanted to see, you know, the HUD. I wanted to see him moving through the world. And yeah, we got a little bit stiffed on that, I think, to be honest. And you know, I'm I'm like you, I'm an idiot. We're gonna buy the game, of course we are, because we're dicks. And you know, maybe in a few months' time, whenever it's released, Assassin's Creed is normally what October, November time, September-ish. You know, those little moments will be uh, will, will be squashed, or it'll be like Unity and Odyssey, and it'll be updated and updated and updated and patched and patched and patched until it fucking works. And I still like the setting, I still like the characters. I'm intrigued to see where it goes, but yeah. It was a weird move from Ubisoft to claim gameplay when that isn't what was delivered. And I was really hoping that we, we'd be getting a new Ubisoft this time around because they've pulled back all of their games after the response to Breakpoint. And they've gone, right, we need to strip everything back and we need to actually put some fucking focus on these games and make them work. Because Breakpoint was such a disaster at launch that it delayed Watch Dogs and it delayed probably this as well. It's probably delayed other titles in their in their library. And if we're going to see more from Assassin's Creed, then yeah, I'm like you. I want to see it a little bit later on because perhaps whatever that maybe the world situation has forced their hand in terms of what they can show and what they can't. But yeah, that was a, a very disappointing showing for it, I think. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think it's, it's, that, it's that hard sort of line now between not giving too much away but also piquing people's interest. But there's also, like you said, the, the gameplay versus gameplay, you know, thing. It's just disappointing in this day and age now. I know you can't respond to every internet rally cry for, you know, people demanding, oh, show us the end game content because that would give too much away. But yeah, I'm with Sean. That was a little bit disappointing. Like I like like you said, I want to see, I, I don't want to see 10 minutes of the open world gameplay because that would be boring on a presentation as a solo thing. Fine. But something just to give us like 
look, here is the player character running off up a building, like a, a building from those times. Here is the new style of assassination with the unhidden blade. It just didn't give very much away. And it's like, there's peaking interest and there's going, oh, here's the world premiere. Nothing. Yeah. And as a whole, I think it was a real damper to the end of this thing, which yes. wasn't amazing, but it wasn't terrible. And I think that def- I think the five minute talk about dirt was a bit of a weird one as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they really we like that, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, we won't go into. Oh this, yeah, but, we uh, we, f- we forgot to mention the 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 amazing guest commentators on it at the end of the event. They decided to dedicate <laughs> what 50, the last fifteen minutes to just chatting to developers. Now, yeah. developers deserve their time in the spotlight, and they deserve to be spoken to. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Um, these are the people that make these goddamn games and they deserve, you know, time in the spotlight and deserve our respect. They don't want to be treated like, you know, Jeff Keighley treats them, for example. However, this was a weird way to do it because it's just not the right time. You know, there should be a what, you know, a lot of developers do after they their games are shown at E3. They go straight back to their own social channels and they do live shows that way. And they do live focuses. They do like like Nintendo's Treehouse or Ubisoft after their E3 conference. They go deep diving into their games with developers. And that's really cool. Don't do it at the end of a gameplay showcase when you haven't got anything else to follow it. It's it's like the after party nobody wanted. Like, here's all the reviews. Uh, the Sorry, the reveals. And before you go, let's talk to these guys that make the game. Yay. Yeah. I mean, nobody needs to know about Dirt 5 for that long. Mm. No one. No one. <laughs> uh, right. Overall, I mean, I'm just, I want to see some first party stuff. I'm looking forward to the first party, the Xbox Game Studios event, because I think that is when shit is going to kick off. Yeah, it's going to be more CGI trailers. Yeah, it's going to be more you know, was that gameplay? It was that gameplay. But this hasn't done anything to convince me that Series X is the way forward. Um, anyone got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. Pretty much just echoing what you say. Like, I said it on Sunday. I still am on the fence. And I said it in the week before. Like, I only got an Xbox One with my phone uh, all those years ago. But there's nothing, unless they bring out some new killer IP. But if it's just the same trotted out Forza Halo, like I said, I didn't even know there was another Halo coming out. So that's how disinterested I am. But there is it sounds like I like I'm shitting on the Xbox. I'm not. I put so much time into the Xbox three sixty. I've got like a hundred thousand gamer score for Christ's sake. Like so I've obviously invested time in the console and a lot of the parties behind it, but in the it's it's not hard to see why PlayStation's taking the mantle again, is it? Like there's nothing it's really made me go shit man xbox is really going to be the, the killer app like when they announced the, the one and it was going to be a me- media station and playstation went no we're going to put games on ours because it's a games console do you know what i mean like it, there's nothing that's made me go damn they're going to really take that back from sony again that's just personal bias yeah. because everyone has their opinion I, i've got some friends that are uh, devout xbox players and i know he listens to this so i'm calling you out mark and rob so they're gonna I'm going to get angry text messages from those two. But yeah, I mean, each to their own. But for me, it's it's not made me want to go pre-ordering one. Yeah, well, we, we do get criticised from my friends to, that we shit on the Xbox a lot. What, because we all have PlayStations? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> thing is, though, like, like I've just literally said, I've just put so much time into the 360 yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. no Xbox. But this new generation has not done anything for me. To me, it's just a yeah. console that I can play some games on that haven't been on it on the PlayStation. And yeah. it's a, that's about it. And you've got Game Pass, so you don't even need to buy them. Yeah, exactly. The only first uh, world problem I have is when games that I've had on the PlayStation come on Game Pass, and I'm like, oh, retroactively, I spent 40 quid on that two years ago. Duh. Uh, Sean, final thoughts? I don't think that sold me on an Xbox Series X in any way, shape, or form. I think it, they would have to show something spectacular for me at this point to want to get one this side of you know, 2023, maybe. But I don't think Xbox are aiming for that with this. I think a lot of the a lot of the stuff they showed today was to keep people within the Xbox family. You know, almost every trailer had a smart delivery icon in the bottom left-hand corner. They they want to keep people playing with Xbox. They don't want people jumping ship at the start of a new generation. They want to retain who they've got, which is a smart move. And they, they want to let people know that the Xbox One isn't going to get you know completely abandoned at the start of this next generation. Again, smart, people keep paying money. But as hardware goes, there was nothing that sold me on buying a new console. And again, I don't think this new generation is going to be one of those ones where everyone's going to have to jump on it straight away because there's you know, transformative game experiences delivered day one. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be a slow burn. You know, you, We've got games that have been in development for three years that are going to come out on this thing built for all consoles. And, you know, None of these games that were showed today were, were, were going to be 
you know, blowing the doors off gaming and taking the industry by storm. But again, they all look like cool games. So it's it's a lot of what we've got already, just shinier. And I, I think we've still got a long way to go till that comes out and the Xbox can do a lot more. But as a showcase, you know, I don't think this was trying to sell us on the Xbox Series X. If it was, it was a terrible fucking advertisement for it. And I think they just wanted to show that Xbox is still going. And they've, you know, they announced a couple of exclusive games, you know, that dinosaur game was exclusive and the core of the sea was exclusive. So, you know, they, they still got stuck. They still got skin in the game. And that was nice to see. Uh, you mentioned smart delivery. Um, I'll, I'll finish off with this one. They did announce uh, the full list of games so far that are part of the smart delivery system. This is of course, if you buy the game on Xbox one, you can upgrade and take it with you to Series X at no extra cost. So there's The Ascent, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of the Sea, Chorus, Cyberpunk 2077, Dirt 5, Scarlet Nexus, Second Extinction, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. So those are the games that are smart delivery so far. Meanwhile, EA have also announced that it will be offering a free next-gen upgrade for Madden 21, but that appears to be taking a different task to their other publishers. Rather than providing the ability to upgrade to Xbox Series X version at any time through smart delivery, the publisher is restricting upgrades to a limited window. To qualify for its offering, you'll need to purchase the Xbox One version of Madden NFL 21 by the 31st of December this year, and your Xbox Series X upgrade must be completed by the 31st of March. Otherwise, you'll have to double dip. That is astonishing. I don't, are, we, are we surprised by that? <laughs> I mean, Microsoft should they should have put a stop to that. That should not be up to the publishers to decide surely it is though isn't it you know that the thing is xbox are doing this this cross-buy thing and i imagine most publishers are going to do it but it's going to be on their terms you know because we, we will have backwards compatibility but we won't have i mean the ps5 has got a boost mode so it will have backwards compatibility with better graphics and frame rates and whatnot but the xbox series x doesn't seem to have that but it has is a a version built for the Xbox Series X if you bought the Xbox One version. And that that's that's awesome, you know, that you're going to get a, a, a piece of software that was tailor-made for your console. But that costs money, and these publishers are all greedy motherfuckers. So, you know, I'm not surprised. I, I fully expect Activision to follow suit. You know, Call of Duty Modern yeah. Warfare upgrade, you know, within the first six months, but you'll have to buy X amount of fucking coins or whatever the fuck it sells in that game. Yeah, anyway, I thought I'd add that in. That's all the information I could find regarding um, smart delivery at this moment. Right, well, that is our take on the Xbox Series X showcase. Uh, short and sweet, kind of. <laughs> that was the attempt anyway. Of course, we talk a lot. So what are you going to do? You can join us on the actual Finger Guns podcast next Monday. We'll be delving into more gaming news from this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Let us know what you think of the Xbox Series X showcase. What are you most looking forward to from the event? Until then, it is goodbye from Mr. Greg Hicks. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Doodles. And a goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. Until next time, those are some mean-looking axes. It was the new news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what an event. Sure.